Go for the pulls and the pools. Go for the ooze and the ahs. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition, a special edition of Football 24-7. I'm your guy, Tony DeShields II, and I'm joined by none other than our Eagles insider, John McMullen. First and foremost, John, obviously we're going to get into the breaking news with Jalen Hurts signing his mega deal, but how are you, man? It's been quite some time since you and I have spoken. Uh, I'm doing well. Good to see you, buddy. Uh, producing the afternoon shows instead of us—that's got to be—that's uh, got to be a big positive for you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I have so much love to give, John. So uh, I'm going to continue to spread it. Harry Roseman has been spreading a lot of love with this Jalen Hurts deal. So um, I'm going to ask you to give us so many more details that I'm going to, you know, start us off with. But I'm going to tee you up, man. Jalen Hurts agrees to. A uh, five-year deal worth up to $255 million. Um, I believe he has an opportunity for incentives as well. But, John, walk us through this. How did this deal get done? Yeah, I, I mean, I think it in, in one way it went exactly as we expected the from the average annual value standpoint. I, I think I pegged the number 48 to 52 and I really got that from Joe Banner, so I'll give credit to Joe. Uh, 51, so he's right, hit the nail on the head. Um, highest paid player in NFL history as we stand here today. That'll change as soon as Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow come up. But quite a, a, a meteoric rise uh, twelve from 12 months ago. You think about how Jalen Hurts has developed and you know, how he's turned into one of the true superstars in the NFL. It's it's really a great story of tremendous work ethic, player development, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't know a lot of people who saw this coming um, at this time last year, at least ones who are honest with themselves. So Jalen Hurts deserves all the credit in the world to get to this spot. And he got the first no trade clause in the history of the Eagles organization. So that tells you as far as the numbers, and I'm just looking at my phone, uh, it's 180 and and 179 in total guarantees, 110 uh, at signing fully guaranteed as they call it in the NFL. So, you know, he wasn't, Deshaun Watson, he wasn't, uh, we didn't think he was going to be that guy who tried to get a bunch of bursts. You know, I, I would have this argument with Jody all the time. You know, he, he just wasn't going to be the guy that's trying to milk every last uh, dime out of the Eagles. It's just not his nature. That turned out to be the case. And, um, 
from the Eagles standpoint, look, they're willing to pay great players and he has turned into a great player and they certainly paid him market value. So, you know, it's, it's, there's give and take from both sides and this gives the Eagles an opportunity to sort of revisit this. Got to see at the, the cap ramifications. It's pretty clear the extension doesn't start. And this is where I got it wrong. The extension, you, you learn something new every day with the Eagles. They're really good at this stuff. And I should have learned this from AJ Brown last year because they took advantage of the final year on his rookie deal, which is, this season, 2023, the extension technically doesn't start until 2024. So he's under contract through 2028. And they did that for the cap purposes. So I've been saying June 1st, June 1st, keep an eye on June 1st to June 10th. Instead, they used that final year of his rookie deal as sort of a placeholder to, to manipulate the cap. Um, so great job from the Eagles. Um and, and Jalen Hurts, I mean, highest paid player in NFL history, uh, at least for a short window. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah, absolutely. You know, something that stands out to me, right, is the fact that he'll get the raise in 2023, uh, which includes obviously 23.2 million assigned bonus. But he's also going to make 64 million through the first new year in 2024. Can you speak on how this contract has been constructed in terms of maybe the money being more so front-loaded to take advantage of his younger years and then maybe the contract from a salary standpoint um, regressing as the years go. Can you break, well, can you break, uh, break it down from that perspective? <clears throat> well, we don't have the, the complete details as far as the, the cap goes. Um, my my assumption, that's why I bring up A.J. Brown. So uh, uh, put up A.J.'s contract really quickly. Obviously, you know, we're talking about much more money. Uh, AJ, you know, one of the highest paid receivers, but obviously um, quarterbacks are in a different stratosphere. Right. Um, from his perspective, he remember, he, he also had the final year on his rookie deal. Um, and the Eagles use that to sort of uh, make the cap number more palatable and, uh, in, in 2022, and his cap number was 5.68 million. Um, and and this season, it's only 8.3 million. Um, and then it kind of spikes. Uh, it spikes really, really uh, uh, down the road in a couple years at, past that. And that's when you sort of redo the deal. That's what the Eagles do. So you got two, three years where it's relatively – uh, inexpensive, then it spikes up, but the Eagles will rework the deal, hopefully extend it further and keep rolling it over as long as Jalen's playing at a high level. That's my guess of what's going on here. Um, and 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 Jalen works with them from that perspective so they can hopefully build the best team possible around them. So, you know, it's a little give and take from both sides. And I go back to what Howie Roseman said. I've said it in the past. He, you know, look, it's always fun for an NFL team to hit on the quarterback, especially a quarterback who's not a first-round pick. Never mind a first-round pick, because you have that four-window, four-year window where you don't have to pay a quarterback a lot of money. And Howie said the only thing better than that is wanting to pay the quarterback a lot of money that you know 
is a star. You're comfortable in them, and that's where the Eagles are, and they proved it with the with the checkbook. Um, and you know, I I would try to talk Jody off the ledge every day. I I said, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It'll get done. And it got done earlier than I expected. So um, no issues. I think the one thing that no one expected, I mean, we all knew he would get paid, right? But I think the one thing that none of us accounted for was the addition of a no trade clause. That is something that, that, that kind of struck me, especially given the circumstances that it's the first no trade clause given in Eagles history. You know, no trade clauses are pretty common in the NBA. You don't really see them too often in the NFL, right? What made Harry Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie uh, so comfortable with providing Jalen Hurts with the no trade clause, right? Can you, you know, can you walk us through that? Yeah, I think that's more, uh, to be honest, Tone, I think that's more of a, a, a perception thing than anything else. I, I Obviously, they don't think it's going to come into play. If for some reason it does come into play, Jalen Hurts can waive it. So I think what the 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 importance of that is, you know, you're showing sort of deference to the player. So just, you know, we love you type of thing. Um, we love you so much. We'll give you a no trade clause. Remember, we're talking about a, a six year span. Um, so and a 24 year old quarterback. So something would have to go drastically wrong for the Eagles to want to consider trading him. And and by the way, if it did go drastically, and we went through this with Carson Wentz, but, you know, forget about Jalen. It's not that type of guy. Even if it was to go drastically wrong, again, he could always waive it. So I, I don't think that it's that important from a, a real-world standpoint. I think that's just another indication of the Eagles wanting to say, Look, we love this player. We're we're 100% behind this player. And, you know, maybe that's a little bit of a makeup from, you know, trying to play footsie with Deshaun Watson and, and Russell Wilson last year. Who knows? So what's your opinion on this contract's impact on roster construction? Now, because of the length of the contract, and we know how High Roseman does business, this contract is going to be restructured a handful of times we, we we know that's coming that's just the way the eagles do business and jalen hurts um is the type of player that we from from we can tell he's very flexible and he's willing to work with the organization he doesn't like to make waves but you know what's your honest take what's your honest opinion on this contract's impact on future roster construction and also how it impacts the roster now well, it, it, it changes. You're in a different phase, and Howie has said that pretty consistently. Now the draft picks become more important. I mean, the the, the best-case scenario is you hit on your draft picks, um, and you don't have to go outside the organization uh, to, to get high-profile players, certainly not in free agency. Um, right. You know, we've talked about Buda Baker a lot on the show this morning. You know, um, you can maybe bring in one player like that, maybe two on a given year, but certainly not like you were able to do things last year when the Eagles are bringing in, even at Dominic and Sue and Linwald Joseph late, you, you're in a different phase. And, and really the Eagles have in some ways set themselves up for this with players like Cam Jurgens and Nicobe Dean and 
Jordan Davis and even Milton Williams um, as a younger player. These are the players that have to step up and 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 start playing larger roles and and more uh, impactful roles and playing well. And you know they have two first round picks next week. Um, and Howie will most likely, as he typically does, move around. It, it might not end up being 10 and 30, but it'll be somewhere in those areas. And the Eagles have to draft two good players, two good players that probably have to contribute right away, you know, because you do have some, as I mentioned, you know, was as good as Jalen Hurts is, as good as the offense looks on paper. I don't think you're going to the Super Bowl if you're counting on Nicholas Morrow and Reed Blankenship and and Terrell Edmonds or Justin Evans. So, you know, you got to find starting level players. Might be in the draft. Might be post June first if somebody gets cut. Um, you know, one year prove it deal. Maybe maybe there's a Bradbury out there coming somewhere from somewhere else that's willing to sign on a one-year prove-it deal. So a lot of different ways to go about it. But roster building changes when you got to pay the quarterback $51 million. And, you know, no one's ever had to pay the quarterback $51 million. Hey, listen, that's a pretty that, – that, that's a hell of a number, John. But, you know, let's, let's dig a little deeper, right? You know, you spoke on how these young guys now more than ever – they have to produce. They have, you know, they have to start bearing some fruit. And even in this upcoming draft, right? We still, we're, we're still relatively. We know that we know the Eagles have a philosophy and how they want and, and how they like to build their team. They like to build it from the inside out. They like to build it in the trenches. What's your opinion on how this deal potentially impacts? the direction they go in the draft. Do you think they go offense? Do you think they may target offensive linemen? Uh, uh, Paris Johnson out of Ohio state. Uh, Do you think they, do you think they target D D line? Um, What's your, what's your thoughts on the draft now after this deal is done? Well, the offense is better um, equipped than the defense right now. After what went on in free agency, we know the Eagles are offensive heavy. We heard Jeffrey Lurie talk about it, and that's how you win in the modern game. And I agree with all that. But the Eagles, if they had to play a game today, you know, still have a top five offense on paper, even with some uncertainty at running back. Um, defense, they no longer have a top five defense. So, um, you know, for up to, you know, the perfect draft to me would be getting Jalen Carter and 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 um, Branch, the kid from Alabama. Mm. I'm 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 blank and Brian Branch, the kid from Alabama. That's assuming they stay pat at ten and thirty, or somewhere in that range. Obviously, with Carter, you're going to have to stay pat. Uh, right. Thirty, you might be able to trade down a little bit and still get Branch, depending. Somebody might take him before. But there's a a safety sort of corner versatility to him that would fit with this defense. And obviously, we know how talented Jalen Carter is. Um, If he, you know, stays uh, on point and doesn't have any off-the-field issues. And then all of a sudden, you know, you you build two big holes on the defensive side of the ball. And, you know, if N'Kobe Dean develops, if Milton Williams develops, 
all of a sudden you're cooking with a little gas again because you have some talented players. But right. um, yeah, it would never surprise me if they go offensive line, but they seem better equipped offensively uh, than they are defensively right now. Yeah, I guess my mindset is right now that you now that you've locked up Jalen Hurts for the foreseeable future. Uh, I guess my mindset is every decision you make going forward has to be in the best interest of your franchise quarterback. Um, mo- moving forward, um, final question for you. Well, final topic for you. Let's put it. Let's put it that way. You know this this deal is, it was not only unprecedented unprecedented in terms of Philadelphia Eagles history, especially with the no trade clause. Um, we obviously we didn't see. This this type of production from Jalen Hurts coming, we didn't. No one saw this coming. I don't care who. I don't care who tries to have revisionist history. No one saw this coming, right? But to take it a step further, Nicole Lynn from Clutch Sports. How big of a deal is this contract? Is this extension? How big? How 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 serious? How impactful is is, is this Jalen Hurts contract in terms of what it means for? Woman, uh, female agents in the sports industry. I don't think I don't think we've ever seen a female, let alone a black woman, really nail a situation like this the way we have seen Nicole Lynn do it, especially with Jalen Hurts and her clientele is her clientele is very high profile. So you know, what's your thoughts on just how this deal impacts Nicole Lynn, Clutch Sports, what it means for women in sports, you know, what it means for a black woman in terms of being, you know, an agent? Well, I, I mean, I, I think Nicole's a good agent. So, you know, I, you know, it was very important to Jalen Hurts. That's the reason he, you know, he's talked about this in the, in the past. He wanted to empower women. Um, and that's one of the reasons he chose uh, Nicole to, to be his agent. Um, to me, I mean, Obviously, it's big. It's the biggest deal in the history of the NFL to this point. So, um, you know, all kudos to to Nicole as far as getting that done. But there was never doubt, any doubt in my mind she was going to get it done. I I don't I I would often say, you know, Jody would ask me, well, how how can the Eagles go into the draft and free agency not knowing what they were going to pay Jalen Hurts? And that's why they know exactly what they're going to pay Jalen Hurts. There might be a difference between 50 and 52, you know, from an ad- average. But the template was always going to be there. And and they had been talking about this for weeks, and, and, and it was just a matter of, I, I consistently said it. It was a matter of when, not if. But right. from the standpoint of perception, yeah, it's huge for for women agents. Um, it's huge for Nicole. Her two biggest clients are Jalen and, and Quinnen Williams uh, from the New York Jets. Um, I imagine it's only going to get her more business. Um, and she doesn't have to worry, just like Jalen doesn't have to worry. Um she doesn't have to worry <laughs> moving forward. It's funny. I was talking to B. Brooks, and, uh, you know, we'll end it on this note. Uh, I was talking to B. Brooks about this deal, and I asked him, uh, you know, typically how much do agents take percentage-wise? He said typically 3%. So I did a little math on my own, John. Yeah. And uh, 3% of uh, two hundred fifty-five million, I believe, is about $7.65 million. So, Nicole yeah. Lynn, kudos to you. 
And uh, keep on eating, sister. I'll tell you that much, man. John, as always, it's a pleasure. Appreciate you for always taking time out to deliver great news, great insight on the Philadelphia Eagles. You guys have been locked in on Football 24-7. Please smash that like button. Make sure you guys are subscribed to Jacob Sports. More content is to come. Next up, we do have the Sports Take guys with Derek Gunn, Bear Brooks, Rob Ellis. Make sure you guys lock in. Those guys are going to give you guys all their insight. Uh, B. Brooks giving you the player insight. Derek Gunn giving you the journalistic standpoint. Rob Ellis giving you uh, the radio uh, the voice of Philadelphia, that insight. It's going to be really exciting to hear how this thing pans out and see how it pans out as well. John, as always, super grateful for you. Smash the like button, you guys. You guys, you guys have been locked in on Football 24-7 with John McMullen. I'm your host, Tone DeShields II. Take care, you guys. Go for the polls and the pools. Go for the oohs and the ahs. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.